1: How you deal with an offense says an awful lot about where your heart really is, as we'll see next. Sad to say, more often than not, when we are offended, we want to respond in the same way that offense came to us. But that's not what God has called us to. Hi there. Welcome to Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. Today we're in Matthew chapter 24, once again, picking up where we left off last time, taking a look at a message that Napoleon has called, Dealing with Offense. Please join us from a message recently delivered here at The Well, a Christian community in Livermore, California. Our teacher and pastor, once again, dealing with offense. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman.
0: I can remember days, and this is why it's a miracle. It's, a, it's the hand of God that I'm the chaplain over at the Raiders. It's unbelievable. I, sometimes I sometimes this is crazy, because I sat there saying, listen to me, I sat there for days, And had coaches and teammates and everybody calling me crazy. And I remember sitting there and looking up at practice saying, I'm not going to go to the club. I'm not going to drink with y'all. I'm not going to go out and party with these guys. I'm not going to be messing around with these ladies. I'm not going to do none of this. I'm going to stay saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost right here. And if I got to stand here all by myself, I'm going to stand. I have an amen I didn't get offended at God well what happens is for all of us we have to realize that sometimes you may feel like you're in a prison can I have an amen you may feel like you're in a prison cause you're the only one saved on your job and everybody is cussing And everybody's got water cooler talk. Can I preach this this afternoon? Everybody's got water cooler talk. And everybody wants to go to the pub. And everybody's trying to figure out why you're so different. We have to stop getting offended and say, Lord, I'll stand for you. I don't care what it takes. God, you are good to me. And I am going to stick by your side. And I thank you. I'm not offended at you at all. I thank you that I can suffer for righteousness' sake. I'll stand with you, Lord Jesus. Can I have an amen in that? This is the mindset that we have to develop as Christians. But people get offended. They get offended. Go to Matthew chapter 11. I mean Matthew chapter 15. Watch this. Matthew chapter 15. Let's look at verse let's look at verse one. It says, "Then the scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying, "Why do your disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? But they do not wash their hands when they eat bread." He answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever says to his father or mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God. Then then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no offend, of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrine the commandments of men. When he called the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand. Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a man. Now watch this. Then his disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard these sayings? You know, I want to just stop right here because, you know, when you're... Another reason for people, and this is... People get offended for Jesus with Jesus because... Because he happens to tell them the truth. Or shall I say. People get upset at the preacher. Who Jesus told to tell them the truth. <laughs> These people were hypocrites. Jesus comes on the scene. And he exposes the hypocrisy openly. And he gives them the truth. In hopes I know that they would change. He's always restorative in his, in his approach. He wants to see change. But he sees their condition. So he's speaking the truth in in hopes to change, but instead of them receiving the change so that they can avoid hypocrisy, they get what? (laughs) They take the bait. The devil says, don't receive that. Look at that. And they take the bait and they become defiled. And as a result of that, these Pharisees, they go down the same road they were going because they were afraid to receive. They did not want to receive the truth. Well, this happens a lot. You know, I can remember picking up my Bible when I first gave my life to Christ and having to deal with this because I'm, I'm starting to learn things through the Scripture that I didn't know about myself. And I'm finding out I wasn't as good as I thought I was. And the Scripture has a way of showing you you're not all that. Can I have an amen? Amen. Doesn't matter what you've done, how many businesses you, how many touchdowns, what you got in the bank. All of us got to meet at the foot of the cross where the blood of Jesus Christ was shed. And all of us got to realize that we need help in life. Can I have an amen? amen. And this is what happens. where well, they get offended because he's telling them the truth. He's speaking truth. And the saints, we have to get to a point in our hearts and our minds where we're not afraid to just receive the truth of God. Whether it's through the scripture. Whether it it is a doctrinal position. Whether it is a lifestyle shift or change that God is looking for in our lives. People have a tendency, well, if it doesn't feel good while while it's being communicated to me, then it must not be God. The devil is a lie. When God begins to take out his sword and begins to chop on us. Through the word of God, it's not always going to feel good, but how many know it is good? It, that's what God's trying to do in our lives. We can't get offended. If God is trying to deal with us about pride, we got to, hey, God, just show me in the word I'm prideful. I need to, uh, Lord, help me. Cut it out. I, I don't want that in my life. But people get offended. Jesus tells them, you guys are hypocrites. And they get offended. I mean, I don't know how he said it. I'm sure he wasn't angry. You, oh, ah. But sometimes if, if we have it in our heart that we want to do something or be something that God's not ordaining for us, it doesn't matter how he says it. People get offended. You're a hypocrite. And people get offended. It doesn't matter. Well, you didn't say it right. It happens in marriages all the time. Well, if you would have said it different, I want you to, how do you want me to say it? I didn't like your tone. Well, I understand. We may need to change our tone with saints. I mean, people get offended when I, if I stand up here and I, I, I just heard a story about this. Somebody got offended because I stood up in the church and said that we shouldn't be fornicating. I mean, that's what the Bible says. If you want to have sex, wait till you get married. Can I have an amen? Now, how am I supposed to say it? Am I supposed to say it? I mean, I'm not trying to. I mean, I'm not trying to offend people, but I just said it. One of the members in the church ran into into somebody at at, at a gym or something, and they they said, how come you've been at church? How come you haven't been at the church? You used to come? Yeah, I used to come. I used to come. What happened? Well, I just got tired of hearing pastor say that that it wasn't right for me to fornicate so I just stopped coming well it doesn't mean that that goes away do you guys hear what I'm saying in here it doesn't mean that God changed the standard just because you didn't hear it anymore at church it didn't vanish it's still there now it doesn't matter I'm not saying it mean you guys don't I don't get up here and preach me but don't get offended at me but people get offended for truth. Embrace it. And say, man, you know what? He got me. I'm, you know, I'm guilty as charged. Well, praise God. Change my heart, God. Help me to repent. I want to go in the right direction. I want to get my life in order. I want to be saved. I want to walk with Jesus. I want to do what's right in life. I don't want to do that stuff anymore. I want to walk with Jesus. Amen. Well, people get offended. And their offense ultimately is with truth. And that means that their offense is a is, is God. And so for us as saints, we have to buckle down and realize that we can be offended in our hearts towards God. Because God's not allowing us to do certain things we want to do. Or he's exposing a certain condition that we have that needs to change. And what do we, how do we take it out on God? I'm just going to stop going to church. I'm a, I'm, God, no, you know I love you, but I'm, I don't know. I'm going to stop reading my Bible. And we stop. Because, and then what we will do, let me say this before I move on. What we'll do is we'll turn around and we'll point the finger at the church. But what we're really doing is pointing at God. Because we're not happy with what God told the person in the church to say. So I'll find another place where my ears can get tickled. And I can feel real good when I leave the church. And I can have hot dogs and bagels and I'll feel real good and it won't matter. But my life didn't change. My life's not changing. I'm not becoming more like Christ. But, you know, the service was great. How'd you feel? Felt good. Felt really good. Are you still cussing and lying and stealing and fornicating and doing all the things you did? Yeah, but I felt really good when I left service. I mean, it was, a, it was, just, a, it was just a blessing, you know. I just felt really uplifted. But have you changed? No. Why do I need to change? Jesus, He did. He paid it all, so I don't need to change. But I don't want to. I don't want any conviction. We need to go back to that church, honey. He was preaching right to us, or they were preaching right to us, or he, they were singing right to us. They're right. Yeah, but it's called offense, y'all. And we got to get rid of this and fall in love with Jesus. And say, God, expose me to the truth. And if the truth is going to hurt, it's also going to set me free. Can I have an amen? (laughs) Go to Matthew chapter 13. Watch this. Watch this. People get offended at at the Lord. Matthew chapter 13. Verse 53 on down to 57. Oh, this is going to be good. Watch this. This is good. Watch this. Now it came to pass when Jesus had finished these parables that he departed from there. When he had come to his own country, he taught them in their saying, in their synagogue, so that they were astonished and said, where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all... Now watch this. Where then did this man get all these things? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country and in his own house. Now he did not do many works, mighty works there... Because of their what? Unbelief. This is another way in which, and I see this. You see this in, fa- in false religions. I would not say this is something that we as, as Christians have to deal with as much. But you see this awesome also in false religions. And you and I are going to be dealing with people that do not know Christ. People will get offended at the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Bible and, well, I'll just say it. They get offended at Christ because of his deity. So when you're talking to a Muslim, when you're talking to a Buddhist, when you're talking to these different people, they will talk about Jesus from an earthly perspective and they want to keep him as just a good man that did some good things in the earth for the world. But he's no different than, uh, you know, uh, Muhammad or Buddha or, or one of these other False gods. It's it, it just, you know, we just want to keep him on the same level as everyone else. And they get offended when you start to tell people that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except through him. That he's the only way to God. And that there's one way. And, and then we have to understand that there's one way. So it's okay as long as you don't start trying to say that Jesus is God. That he is the second member of the triune Godhead. It's okay if you're trying to tell me that he's all. But he can't be more than just someone that's earthly. And in this situation. These people refused to see him beyond just his earthly state and condition. They were offended. This is just the carpenter's son. He's just like Buddha. He's just like Muhammad. He's like everybody else. But when you start t- saying that Jesus Christ Is the way, the truth, and the life. That he is the only way. People get offended. People get offended. And in some cases. And I'm going to say this. Christians who do not understand. I'll say it like this. You know sometimes what happens even in our Christianity. In order to to please people and feel acceptance. We'll water down who Christ really is so that the people will find acceptance with us and we feel acceptance. Some cases, people get offended. People get offended. Christians get offended at who Christ really is. Are oh, you're, you're, you're serving someone. Well, you have faith. At least you have faith. And we'll start watering it down. And in some cases, people get offended. That are even Christians, but primarily people outside of Christ, they want to bring Christ down. Listen, saints, never bring Christ down to your level. He's not on your level, He will never be on your level. He will never be on your level. You've never spit out stars. You 've never been a part of creating the heavens and the earth you never walked on water and you've never fed the five thousand and you you never died on the cross to redeem humanity and and if you did it wouldn't have worked you would' have went to the grave and been done but he got up out of the grave on the third day and, and his blood was shed for everybody and he is our mediator and he is the one that is our high priest and he is our intercessor he's the one that paid it all he is the one that deserves the glory don't bring him down to your level allow him to pull you up to where he 's at. Don't stay down. Don't bring him down. But this is what happens. People get offended. Instead of rejoicing in who he really is. He wasn't just a good man. He wasn't just a person that healed, fed some people. He wasn't. He is God with us. The Bible says he is Emmanuel. Can I have an amen? Don't get me started up in here. Don't get me started up in here. He is Emmanuel. God with us. And we need to rejoice in him and thank God for him. And he is not like you, he is not a man. He is the the God man. He's got God, he is God, and he's with God. And God, we got to understand this, saints, and stop getting offended or recognize when people are getting offended. Don't be offended at that. You needed Jesus to be man and God for your redemption. Buddha couldn't have done it for you. Muhammad couldn't have done it for you. But God did it for you by sending His only begotten Son full of grace and truth to redeem you so that you can have a fresh start in life and you can get washed and cleansed up. That He might go down to the grave and snatch the keys of hell death, and the grave and silence the devil and rebuke the devil and, and give you freedom. And can I have an amen in here? I'm, I'm feeling fired up because we've got to understand this. about. Don't be offended at God. Don't be offended at who he is in your life. And saints, we got to pause and stop and realize that offense towards people and offense towards God is, is destroying people in the church. They walk away offended at God because it didn't turn out the way they thought. They walk around offended at people because they shouldn't have did this and they did that and not realizing that if you can't walk in forgiveness, you can't walk with God. And sometimes you're going to have to look to God and say, God, it's not turning out the way that I thought. But I praise you anyway because your plan is always better than my plan. And you know what? You're going to work it out. And God, I thank you for who you are. Continue just to be God in my life. I'm going to let you be God all by yourself. You don't need my hands on the wheel at all. Be God. And do what you came into my life to do. And that is to take over. I'm done putting my hand on the wheel. It's time for me to get in the passenger seat. Come on. Can I have an amen? Well, this is what happens, saints. We can't get offended. We can't take the bait. We can't get involved in the scandal on. And I'm going to close with one verse because at the end of the day, it sums up and boils. And it boils down to this. First Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Watch this. Verses 9 on down to 12. And this goes for for our relationship with God. And it goes for our relationship with each other. It says this in verse 9. He says, But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. And indeed you do, do so towards all the brethren who are in Macedonia... But we urge you, brethren, that you increase, he says, more and more. You know, when it comes to our relationship with each other, we should constantly be increasing more and more. We have understanding that nobody's perfect stuff happens. We, we band together, we love each other, we forgive, and you let God and you don't allow offense. But it's the same thing on our relationship with God. We should be abounding more and more in our relationship with God. We're taught to love God. And we should abound more and more, not getting offended, but having understanding. He goes down and he says here in verse uh, 11, that you aspire, also aspire to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to do work with your own hands as we commanded you, that you may walk properly toward those who are outside, and that you may lack nothing. Saints, all of us here, this should be something that we aspire to have in our lives. That at the end of the day, we love God. We love each other. And offenses may come. You use forgiveness as an antidote to purify and to heal and to cleanse. And you continue to walk with God and you continue to walk with each other. When you keep it simple like that, life becomes beautiful. Don't allow offense to drive you away from God or drive you away from people. Because at the end of the day, it's not hurting God. You're being offended at God isn't going to do anything to him. It's not like he's going to start crying and say, I'm going to stop being God. And to be honest with you, a lot of times we get offended at people and they don't even know why we're offended or they, and they go off with their life. And we're sitting there bitter and angry. And, and they're over there praising the Lord and doing their thing. And shouting on the other side of the room. But we're sitting on the other side of the room saying, well, you know, I'm offended. Because they said something about me last week. And, but yeah, I mean, talk to them about what they said. It's not right. We love God. We love each other. So we walk in forgiveness. Amen. Father, we thank you today. And we praise you that, God, you're highlighting relationship. You're highlighting relational Christianity for us today. And Lord, through your cross, you've given us access to this relationship with you and with others. We thank you, God, that as we sit in your presence, as we stand in your presence, that we want our hearts to be pure and that you're here. We're thanking you because you're purifying our hearts right now. And Lord, we choose to forgive people. No one's perfect. We have understanding. People make mistakes. Things happen. Keep our hearts pure, God. Teach us to love one another. And I pray, Lord, that when it comes to the scandal on, help us to see it for what it really is. It's a trap. God, we refuse to be entrapped, to be ensnared by the enemy because we've taken the bait, we've hit the trigger, and we've got ourselves in a bad situation spiritually and emotionally and mentally.
1: And you're listening to Pastor Napoleon Kaufman here today on Times of Refreshing. Our desire is to see you grow in Christ through the daily ministry of God's Word. And as you take time to spend with us studying God's Word, we trust you are being encouraged in Christ. Questions, comments, prayer requests, as always, we love hearing from you. It means a great deal to us knowing that these programs are having their desired effect on your life, spurring you on in Christ, love and good deeds. You can reach out to us by phone, 925 292-7800-925-292-7800 or write to us. Times of refreshing, 2333 Nissan Drive, Livermore, California. The zip code is 94551. You're also welcome to visit our website, thewellchurch.net. It's a great place to visit if you would like information regarding who we are, where we meet, what we're about. Past sermons are available online there as well as our online store. And you can even get connected with us there. Again, thewellchurch.net. Now, normally at this time, I would invite you to join us for worship here at The Well, but at least until May 1st, because of the COVID-19, we're not available to do that at this time. What we are available to do is invite you to join us on either our church app, at our website, thewellchurch.net, or on our YouTube channel for our weekly message at 1030. Pastor Napoleon will share a message from the Lord just like he used to with his program, Hope of Glory. And remember to be faithful as well during this time of challenge with your giving. You can give online through our website, through the church app, or by mail to the church office. And we are praying and standing on His truths during this time and remembering that God is in control, and we're praying for you. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, God bless.